I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. How much is this going to change your life? Where else is your life going to improve? Because oftentimes when we focus on that one change, it actually really helps to realign other areas of our life as well. And it essentially creates this ripple effect for positive change. So go wild, right? Vividly imagine and describe how your life would change when you achieve your goal. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast, a live workshop-style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things, parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home, and what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. Welcome to the Motherhood Podcast. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser. I just want to thank you for taking the time to be here with me today on the pod. Um, Today, I thought we could talk a little bit about goal setting. I know for me, there's like the actual New Year's in January, where I always try to be intentional about setting some new goals and some missions and some visions. But then I also feel like there's kind of this new year when my kids are starting a new year school, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks. And it's just such a change of rhythm for our family, probably for yours too. So I always think of it as just a great time to kind of rework some of my habits and some of my routines and just make some new goals for the back half of the year. Um, so today we're going to start talking about smart goals. 
And I'm going to give you a ton of information here. So if you're driving or if you're pushing a stroller or if you're working out, uh, don't worry. You don't have to take notes. Um, if you just head to the show notes for this episode, I've put together a really awesome worksheet for you that you can use in setting great goals for yourself. So SMART goals, SMART is actually an acronym for how to craft effective goals. So the S stands for specific, the M for measurable, A for achievable, R for relevant, and then T is for time bound. So setting and managing goals, it's really just a huge part of uh, fulfilling our vision, right? And our life purpose and to set and to keep goals, it really takes a system. So you've got to have this systematic and progressive process. Can't be about tackling everything at once, right? It won't work without some change, some new habits. So it's really about just breaking things down until you can find that first small digestible, right? Actionable step and the step that you can realistically shift into a new habit. So if we can make these small changes into new habits, man, those, if we can make those habits long lasting, right? Like that's the best catalyst to change that we can then follow up with maybe some bigger steps. So I want to talk through the formula for setting smart goals. And then we'll talk about the best ways that we can go about um, making sure that those goals come to fruition. So the first letter in smart S is that our goals have to be specific. So the goal has to be really specific about what you want to accomplish, right? So for example, if you're like, I want to make more money, well, that's not specific. You can make a dollar more tomorrow and you'd have met your goal, right? I want to, you know, whatever else, lose weight, right? You lose half a pound in the next couple of days. Well, your goal is met. It's not specific enough. Same thing like getting, getting a, a higher income by getting promoted. I mean, it's a little more specific or losing weight through diet and exercise, a little more specific, but man, you want to get even more specific than that. I want you to get as specific as you can. And I think I find it helpful when I go through this to kind of think about all the details, right? The who, the what, the where, when, why, um, and then just make sure that your goal answers all of those to be sufficiently specific. Uh, who needs to be involved to get this done, right? What exactly needs to be done? Just some good questions you can start to ask yourself. Where will this get done? Like, why does this need to be done? Just to make sure that your goal is sufficiently specific. And then you move to the M. Your goals are measurable. So here we're talking all about metrics, right? How are you going to determine your progress? How are you going to see if change is actually happening. When we set the goals, we have to be able to measure the progress to know that we're actually moving in the right direction, right? At the right pace, the pace that we expected. So a measurable goal, I think it's more than just a tangible goal, like making $5,000 a month in an online business. That's measurable, right? Earning a 20% pay increase, that's measurable. Losing 20 pounds or gaining 20 pounds, like that's measurable. So sometimes it can be measurable in that sense, but sometimes it can also be a, a more qualitative or like subjective measure. Uh, maybe you want to be happier or you want to have, you know, better communication in your marriage. And if that's the case, you can kind of make your own rating scale. You can make your own rating scale at the start of setting your goal. And then you can track your progress on that scale. 
So for example, if you were measuring your happiness, you could set a scale of one to 10 and you could write out what each of those numbers would represent, right? And then maybe once a week or every few days, you kind of look through your scale and you measure where you're at. So sure, you know, it's based on on your own subjective self-reported data and it's not as quantitative or as objective as maybe dollars or inches, but you still have to select a pretty credible gauge to use. Um, and it can be helpful still as a comparative point of reference. So when you're tracking your progress, you really want to be looking for trends, right? In other words, like it's important to accurately measure the data to ensure progress is being made towards the goal. And that it's just trending and moving in the right direction. It's not necessarily, you know, taking into account every single little up and down, um, but just looking that your trends are going in the right direction. And then third, the A in our SMART goal is that our goals are achievable, right? We want to choose something that's like realistic, something that's achievable, something that's healthy, something that we can actually do. So we're not wasting our time. Like, I I don't know if you want to drop hundred pounds, right? In the next month, like, it's not going to happen. It's not achievable. It's probably really unhealthy. Uh, so the point I'm making here is just that your goal, it's just, it's got to be realistic. It's got to be achievable. There has to be a really good chance that you'll actually re- achieve that result so that you stick to the program. And there's this thing called expectancy theory. And it states that we're motivated to choose a specific behavior because of what we expect the result to be, right? What we expect the result to be, the elements called expectancy So we have to believe that if we stick with our behavior and we actually get to that goal, um, that we will get to that goal, right? And then that's called the instrumentality. And then third, we have to believe that by achieving the goal, we're going to get a reward, right? This is our why, why we're doing it, that we're actually going to get a payoff and a reward. And that's referred to as balance. So According to this expectancy theory, without these three factors, without the expectancy, without the instrumentality, and without the balance, you're not going to have the motivation to take the necessary steps to achieve that goal. You're just not going to stick with it. And then fourth, our SMART goals have to be relevant. So they got to matter to you, 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 you're alone, your, your vision, your values, your overall plan for life. So you really got to think like, what is my overall goal? Like, what is this smaller goal really working towards? Is it to be healthier? Is it to be, you know, healthier emotionally, maybe physically, mentally? Is it, is it to be um, more productive and use my time better? Maybe it's something like learning to be more mindful. Maybe it's something you want to improve, right? Your communication skills, or maybe you want to make more time to be present with your children, Um, It's just got to be something that matters to you. And that really makes sense to what your overarching big picture goals are. And then fifth, and finally, your SMART goals are going to be time bound. So it's really important that you set a time frame for when the goal is going to be achieved, because this adds that healthy pressure, right? It keeps you accountable and keeping our goals time bound. That's the motivation. It gets us moving, right? It keeps us moving towards that goal. So let's say you want to land 10 new clients in the next month. Then you have a month to achieve your goal, right? And then you can break it down. Like you can shoot for two or three a week or five every two weeks. But either way, you just have this time frame that can really help to keep you on track. 
So being purposeful in how you're setting your goals and how you're choosing to work this framework and set these SMART goals doesn't mean you're automatically going to find it easy, right? Doesn't mean you're going to see all this early success, but what it does mean is that you're going to be set up to take steps in the right direction. And that is a huge win. It's all about progress, right? It's all about that journey. So you got your SMART goals. And the next thing you want to do is you really want to build and scale the ladder to sustain the progress that's required. So what does this mean? It means that when we look at setting and achieving goals, we want to do so in these stages or these steps, like these little sub parts that all add up to your big goal. We want to break it down. And you can think of it like a ladder with seven rungs. Like you can't just grab the top rung of the ladder, right? If there's only that top rung, and you're never going to be able to reach it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be achievable. So when we look at this ladder of success, the first rung on the ladder, if you guys did the SMART goals, you already did it. The first rung on the ladder is just to identify what your goal is, what your SMART goal is. And then the second rung on the ladder, once you've got your SMART goal, the second rung on the ladder to success is to list the benefits of achieving that goal. It's the part of committing, you know, motivating yourself, creating the sense of accountability. Why do you want to do this? Like, what's the point? What are the benefits? And write them down, right? How much is this going to change your life? Where else is your life going to improve? Because oftentimes when we focus on that one change, it actually really helps to realign other areas of our life as well. And it essentially creates this ripple effect for positive change. So go wild, right? Vividly imagine and describe how your life would change when you achieve your goal. And then the third rung on that ladder to success is to list the obstacles that might derail you. List, you know, those obstacles that might show up that might hinder your efforts. So we've all done it before, right? It's so easy to get hung up in the moment when we run into an obstacle. It's like we're only willing to put forth the effort to change as long as there's no real effort needed. And then we get surprised by these setbacks. And then it turns us, you know, off. It turns us like feeling negative and we lose hope and motivation to continue trying. And we probably start reverting back to our old ways. So instead, we can plan ahead for this and we can just try to foresee potential obstacles so that when, not if, right, but when they come, when they appear, we're already mentally prepared to deal with it because we know they're coming. So the fourth rung, the fourth rung on the ladder of success is to identify a list of everything that we're going to need to succeed. So maybe it's knowledge, maybe it's new skills, maybe it's um, some equipment that we've got to go out and get. But just identifying what we'll need is a really powerful tool. It's a really powerful rung on this ladder because it starts to eliminate some of the excuses, right? And it also, it, uh, it sets us up so we can like start working on these things and developing the process to move toward them right away. And then the fifth rung on our ladder to success is to identify the people or the groups of people that we're going to need to work with. Like, who do we need around us in terms of talent or support or skills to get to our goal, right? Maybe we need an accountability partner. Maybe we need a web designer. Maybe we need an editor or a publisher. Maybe we need a personal trainer, right? So by identifying the people that we might need to work with, 
We're going to have a contact list. We're going to have a group to join, a support network, a resource network to lean on because we can't do it alone. And then the sixth rung on the ladder to success is to develop a plan of action. So basically, this is just where you finally choose the actionable items, right? What is it that you're committing to do regularly to move you towards your goal, to be able to gain that measurable progress? And then finally, the seventh rung. And the seventh rung, you should have already done it too if you're working with SMART goals. It's to set your deadlines. Set your deadlines. So uh, that means that the deadline's already part of the goal. You set a deadline. It's kind of the easiest task in one sense, but I think it requires a lot of honesty and a lot of realistic thought, especially as moms. And I think you want to set a deadline for your big picture goal, right? But you also kind of want to break it down and set deadlines along the way for each small step that you're going to work on and achieve to get to your big goal, not just that deadline for your big goal overall. Got it? Okay, so here's an example from my own life. So you can just kind of see how this concept works. And I've talked about it a little bit. If you guys are familiar with my morning routine, um, I think I did it in one of the early episodes. It might even have been episode one. But a few years ago, one of my goals was to just start waking up earlier every day. Like I figured that if I could just get out of bed earlier, I'd have some quiet time to myself before the kids got up, before the morning chaos started. And I just have time quiet time, right? Quiet time to pray, to read, work out, like just get my mind right, just get my body right, to have a great day. All all important stuff, right? And I knew that just having a little extra time each day, it was so important. And the way I thought I could do that is if I went to bed earlier, then I would wake up earlier. So my biggest goal, the one at the top of my ladder, that top rung, it was to wake up earlier. But how do I wake up earlier? So the next thing, a lower rung on my ladder was to go to sleep earlier, right? It was that step I have to take before I can get to that big overarching goal. And then the question was like, how do I sleep earlier? How do I go to bed earlier so I can wake up earlier, start this new pattern? So one idea to wake up earlier is to set my intentions the night before. So I would need to like prepare my brain for the next day, right? From the night before to wake up feeling energetic, I wrote down these affirmations and the benefits of what I was trying to do, right? And you need to be really strong in my head so that when my alarm clock rang in the morning, I, they would just come to mind and get my butt out of bed. So my action plan was really simple, right? I just made a plan to get to bed early. I did my little nighttime routine and it started working. Like I woke up earlier and I woke up more energized in the mornings and I accomplished so much more each day. And then I just wrote down everything more I accomplished and why it was so important. So just by following that ladder of success, like what do I need to do for this rung? What do I need to do then for this rung? Like rung by rung, just making sure that I had specific and doable action plans set up, right? And with the goal in mind, you'll notice that I carefully chose the first activity so it can move me towards my goal. Like what's the lowest rung on that ladder I could do right now, starting today. And you want to start the same way, right? Keep scaling that goal back until you've identified the first thing that you can do right now. Like no excuses, nothing to wait for. No, not waiting for a call back, an email back, a meeting link. What can you do right now to start? 
And then, you know, you have to do it, right? Because you can start in that moment and be reasonably sure to move closer to your goal starting today. So that feels tangible and it feels real. And friends, remember, it's not so much about focusing on the big goal, right? It's just focusing on consistent daily growth. And one way to do that is to pick a time and a location every day and just consistently show up. Because time and location, that is how our brain processes habits. So if I'm in a place and a location where I'm usually creative, guess what? I'm more likely to be creative, right? If I'm in a place where I usually sleep, i.e. when I'm trying to work in bed, I am more likely to feel sleepy. I'm sure you've all felt that way too, right? Maybe you try to work in bed. Same reason I do my coaching and record this podcast in my office with all my books all around me, right? I just feel like it has this energy of of wisdom and knowledge and growth and learning. So again, it's how we want to stay on focus, right? Pick a time, pick a location that resonate with the activity you want to cultivate. So you've written your SMART goal. You've figured out your ladder of success. You've used my worksheet in the show notes. Now what? My final thought for you today is to really spend some time nailing down your why. Like, why do you want this goal? You have to identify and deeply believe in the benefits of the goal. So write it down, right? Make a vision board. Find some way to remind and motivate yourself often of your why. Like cover your mirror or your computer screen and post-it notes. Um, I have these little affirmation cards that I keep on my desk that keep reminding me of why I'm doing what I'm doing, right? You got to do it. The successful implementation of any plan is contingent on knowing your benefits, right? Your why. So for example, when I wake up early in the morning, when I go to sleep early at night, I have to remember my why, right? I have to remember the benefits. So I tell myself, like, I'm going to feel better tomorrow. I'm going to be a better mom and a better wife tomorrow if I wake up early. I'm going to nourish my body better and my mind better if I wake up early. I'm going to be more productive. I'm going to help more people. I'm going to be happier, right? I'm going to be more relaxed. So just enjoy the journey, friends. Remember, small action, big priority, right? Small steps, big focus. If you love mommy's podcast, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, When it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the motherhood village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.